The Aotearoa Today podcast was made with the support of Aotearoa On Air. Cheers, mates. G'day and welcome to part two of the Lucy Roach podcast, although I talked to Matt, it should be called the Matt podcast because I talked to Mike Matt even longer than I talked to Lucy Roach, which is weird because Lucy Roach is fascinating and has an interesting life as a comedian and a sex worker, whereas Matt has, there's nothing interesting about that guy at all besides he's directed a couple of shitty New Zealand Today videos that no one cares about. So this is part two, this is the bit with Lucy in it, it's a Matt free zone, thank Jesus, and it has... Um, yeah, Lucy Roach. Lucy, um, for people who missed part one, is a um, wonderful stand-up comedian, the winner of the Raw Comedy Quest, which is like the best new faces in New Zealand comedy. And then she um, also is a sex worker, and she talks about that in her acts. Um, so trigger warning, there will be a lot of... I wouldn't say it's a trigger warning, more of like a... There's no real triggers in this in- interview. I mean, I briefly talk about like sexual... Uh, harassment in the comedy industry, but um, just a warning that obviously there is a lot of sexual content in this episode, although not as much as the last one. So if you survive the last one, you'll be all good. Um, here's a little sample of um, Lucy Roach's stand-up. Um, so I'm a hooker. <laughs> I wish my parents had reacted like that. Um, and look, I wasn't sure I was going to talk about it because I don't want to freak you out with my bodily autonomy. Um, advertising. <laughs> it works the other way too, you know, I'll be doing a handsy Heimlich with some businessman on his lunch break, like, oh yeah, you like that? You know what else you like? My podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm actually really offended that you guys think I'm a podcaster. <laughs> uh, but I just want to say that, like, ladies, you and I are no different. Like, we all have regrettable sex with other people's dads. It's just that I- <laughs> Like, oh, no little girl dreams of being a prostitute when she grows up. Like, no. Is that what you want? Because that's creepy as fuck. And also, like, no little girl dreams of being an HR manager. <laughs> like, kids have literally no concept of the world. Like, when I was a kid, um, I wanted to be a seal. <laughs> and then I had to grow up and face the harsh reality, which is that it's extremely difficult to make kids a seal in this economy. <laughs> still get to play with balls though. I find her so good, so funny, and um, I was stoked to be able to track her down in Wellington, the capital city of New Zealand. Enjoy. Oh shit, the police are going past, are they coming for us? Hopefully not. (laughs) Lucy, it is so nice to catch up again and finally talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the pod. What a privilege. Oh, the privilege is all mine. Is it? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Because I, um, I'm going to be honest with you. And it's, I, Do you know what I hate? I hate those like stand-up comedian podcasts where they just gush over the other person. But I'm going to do a bit of a gush here. Aww. Like I first saw you, it would have been 2016 when you, you, won, you won the Raw Comedy Quest. Yep. And I had no idea anything about you, and I just knew that every year at the um, at the final of the comedy festival, they show the winner of, winner of war competition. They do like a ten minute set. 
mm-hmm. and you came out, and uh, it was honestly one of the most memorable sets I've ever seen. Like it's one of those ones that oh just gosh. burned into <laughs> my brain. Oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was obviously because I didn't know your backstory, and it was like a little bit shocking, and it was very hilarious. And all I could think is I was like, this person has um, got such potential because her story is so amazing. Uh, that's what that's what I thought no, anyway. Thanks. It was interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I was like, give it a few more years, and she'll be, you know, storming Edinburgh or wherever you want you, <laughs> oh you, you, you want to go. You're not quite there yet. No, um, I just no. I spoke to you off air, and you said that um, you said that you're not actually doing much comedy at the moment. What's going on? Oh, you know, I just got a new job, and I've I've been focused on that, and <laughs> just you know, living my life outside of comedy. But I want to come back. I feel sad. I need some creative outlet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Trying to e- it's hard to ease back into it when you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, okay. Know. Okay, you said you said you um you you've got a new job? Yes. I'm I, I don't want to say where, but I'm doing I'm doing retail at the moment. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exhausting. It pays fuck all, but you know, it's it's okay. I'm, I I kind of like it. That's amazing. Okay, cuz I'm going to be honest with you. One of the reasons I found your story so compelling is because you were working as a sex worker. Yes, I was for like seven years. And you stopped. I did stop. What? Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know the one thing that makes me interesting (laughs) and I'm not doing it anymore. No, no. I'm being an asshole. That's not the one thing that makes you interesting. Um, That's fascinating. Um, Good on you. Well, as long as you're doing what you want to do, that's what what matters. Yeah. Fucking A. Okay. So um, how long ago did you make the switch? A few months ago, yeah. yeah. So I was doing retail and a little bit of sex work as well, and then I, I stopped completely. Yeah. You know. Because it's such a ripe topic for comedy. Yeah, it's like, 100%. It made you the perfect, like, I was even thinking, I was like, you know a, a bad heckle you get when you're a comedian is don't quit your day job. Yeah. But your day job was a night job, <laughs> and comedy no, is a night a day job. job. It was a day job. A sex worker day job. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were open um, not not like an all night. Some places are open just during the day. Yeah. Um, and people come in like on their lunch break and stuff. So Amazing. Yeah. Is it a lot of affairs and stuff like that, do you feel like, when it comes to sex? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I would say probably mm, half, most of the clients are married. Um, Is that tips? But I, I feel that, I mean, you know, that's their decision. But I think it's better than having an affair with someone you know, like, you know, someone from the office. Yeah. Things can get more messy. Like, you know them. If it's a stranger, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's slightly, maybe not justifiable, but. Yeah. Less messy. Yeah, yeah. And less emotional. Like, you could could argue that it's just just a physical thing. Yeah. So, you started as a comedian in high school. I did class comedians in 2012. Sick. Who Um, took you in that? James Nikise. Shout out. Yeah. Wellington comedy legend. 100%. Um,. Yeah, and I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and then I had a few years where I where I didn't do it, and then in 2015 I eased back into it with some open mics and and yeah. Yeah. So you graduated from high school, and mm. you you, uh, you sit in that comedy set that you did uh, creative writing. I went to AUT and did creative writing there, which it's not really known for creative writing. It wasn't a great decision. I did it for about a year, and then. I had like really bad anxiety issues and I just I just couldn't do it and I dropped out and I moved back to Wellington. 
Yeah, good on you. That's that's a real common thing for students. Like it's yeah. like a stressful to move away from home. Exactly. And, and do yeah. something. Totally. It's so not, it's totally it's normal easy. experience, yeah. especially when you're 19 or 20. Yeah. But what fascinates me about that choice? So you've got anxiety doing creative writing in Auckland. I can't think of a more stressful job than sex work. And was that your <laughs> next? You know? No, there was a gap between then and then. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I moved back to Wellington. At the start of 2015, and then I got back into comedy, and I was like, oh, I feel so great being back in Wellington. And then it was only, like, halfway through the year that my parents were like, you need to move out again and get a job. And I got a job at a um, a call centre, and I lasted about a week. And I was like, oh, this isn't for me. That's one of the worst jobs you it can have. It is, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's I feel bad when, like I tell, sales, like, oh. when I tell people to call on call centres to fuck off. Like, yeah. I feel bad, but, like, they call me so often, and I'm just going to be like, I'm so sorry. Oh, really? It's not you, but you need to leave me alone <laughs> and never call again. Yeah. And then my boyfriend at the time broke up with me, and I was like, oh, I hate this job. Let's... Lucy. Try, try sex work. Less so, Lucy, this is like a movie. That is so good. Like I'm seeing it like literally like in a, in a movie, everything goes – because I've been in relationships, right, where I've been like, I need to get out of this relationship. Mm. But I've been like, I can't do it now because it's a bad week. Did your boyfriend break up with you the same week that you got fired or quit I your job? I didn't get fired. No. Oh, it was just like, I can't even remember Sorry, what everything happened in. It was a I don't long mean to take ago. you back to the worst week of your no, life. No, it wasn't the worst week of my life at all. Um – he was just like, this isn't working out. And I was like, uh, obviously I was upset about that. Um, mm. And then I like was off sick anyway with a cold from my call centre job I just got for ages. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it's something I was thinking about for a while in some capacity, doing sex work, like camming or something. Yeah. I was like, let's just like contact one of these like local brothels and see what happens. And at any point I can say, no, I actually, this is too, I feel too uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not going to. To take this any further. Yeah. Um, and then seven years later. <laughs> yeah. So the brothel was cool. Yeah. So I I called up one place and they were like, "We're full or something." So like, what? Okay, that's fine. And I see because you always see like the ads. I for, know. Like, girls I know. Wanted. Well, for whatever reason, they like didn't want me. So I went to another place, which was like quite like a reputable one. Um, and I went there for a year, and then I the work dried up. So I went to a different place, and that was where I spent majority of my yeah. stint. Yeah, I, I don't use the word New Zealand hero too often, but you are the greatest hero in New Zealand history. <laughs> no, but I like I, I see. I, that's why it's so interesting. You talked about anxiety issues and stuff like that because I can't think of a job more frightening for me than sex work. You know, like I I'd find I find that very stressful. A lot of people go into sex work because. It's a job that works around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Mm. So if you're having like a bad mental health episode or whatever, you can kind of just say, I'm not coming in or, or be like, I, I'm not working this week. Because you pick your, well, some places it's different, but where, where I worked, it was very much like pick your own hours. Yeah. Um, if you only want to do three hours a day or a week, like you can. And so it's so flexible in that regard. And so it is actually really good for people with mental health issues who might not be able to hold down like a nine to five. That's so good. Because, okay, conf contrast that with comedy, because I've got a lot of friends, obviously, in comedy, and some of them I'm like, I feel like comedy's a bad job for you because it is so reliant on being, like, self-motivated and doing your own hours, and there's no one to tell you to go anywhere or do anything, so you can just, like, you can literally spend all day in bed if you want. Yeah. And so I think comedy can be brutal on the mental health. Yeah, yeah. You, and, and, like, obviously constant rejection, <laughs> uh, you know, constant, like, there's, you know, like... Constant financial insecurity. Like, mm. I'd say it's almost the complete opposite. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like every job has its 
Ups and downs. Pro, yeah, ups and downs, pros and negatives when it comes to stuff like mental health. and. Yeah. Okay, so seven years later, you kind of had a... Okay, no, so we, oh, sorry, at what point did you get into comedy? What point, like, what? so you're back into comedy. Had you been working as a sex worker for a couple of years or something? No, like that? I got back into comedy before I started sex work at the start of... 2015, I started comedy, and then mid-2015 was when I started sex work. Okay. And I pretty quickly was like, I'm going to do comedy about this. Yeah. Goldmine. Um, what did you have before then? Uh, it was still the same, like sex and dating stuff, which is what I do now. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is so fascinating to me. I honestly think seeing your set, and this is going to sound fucked up, and sorry if this isn't too intense, but it was almost like a sexual awakening for me in a way. <laughs> no, because no, what I realized and what I've learned in the years past, and sorry to make this dark as well but like with the me too movement and obviously a lot of issues in new zealand comedy as well as comedy all around the world i kind of quickly realized that there's this whole like underworld that no one talks about that just exists and you kind of like shed a light on that and that was so interesting but the but the world of the world of sex work as well was just kind of like this like interesting thing that i hadn't really thought much about before yeah I guess coming back to it's not really an underworld because it's like in it's interspersed with the world. Yes. With uh, yeah, like there are so many guys who pay for sex that you would not assume, and same for the people who do sex work as well. People who seem quote unquote normal. Yeah. Who who do sex work to pay for uni or yeah. or to you know whatever because they want to. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they enjoy it. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed more the conversations and, like, chatting to people. Yes. And making people feel comfortable. Yes. Um, That was, like, the gratifying part. Not really the sex. Because I remember I talked to some sex workers in Auckland, and they were saying that, like, sometimes you'll feel like more like a therapist than anything else. Is that – can that be true or – yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I th- from in my experience, I mean, everyone's different. I feel like it's overstated when people go like, "Oh, most guys just want to hug and not do anything sexual." I that's not my experience at all. Yeah, yeah. But I do think a lot of guys just want to like yeah, chat and everyone has different motivations for visiting a sex worker and, and yeah. their own rationalizations behind yeah. it. Did it give you a positive or a negative view of sexuality? <laughs> Cuz <'Cause you> could- <laughs> probably negative. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm, I've always been a not particularly judgmental person around that kind of thing, what people are into. Yeah. And I don't think that changed it at all. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I like I like part of it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's sex positive. It's body positive and stuff like that. But it also made me think, because probably mainly men visiting women is probably the main, yes, yeah. the main thing. And I was like. I it guess. Was, I don't know. I or, don't know. Or men visiting men but i don't know about that side of things yeah 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 it's mainly men doing it is the point <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of dudes and i was just like i was just like I, I don't know it's it's good i think it's all positive and there's so many great parts of sex work yeah. like for example working with people who can't have sex in other work you know like i don't mm-hmm. know if that that's a th- that, that is it a thing i don't, don't make that up but i was like i, was like, I heard about people with disabilities who like yeah. you know like that's the thing yeah there are i think there are girls who like specialize in that, going to people's homes, you know, where and people with disabilities feel comfortable and it's like the right setting for them, things like that. It's genuinely um, like wonderful. Like that's, yeah. re- that's really, really cool. But it also made me think like, I don't know, the amount of dudes who just like, I don't know, just treat sex so casually. Which it can, it can, it Maybe can, not casually know. isn't the word, like transactionally. Transactionally, yeah, yeah. Which comes treat down. people transactionally. Yes, which is not just in sex. It's, no, it's like it's in not Tinder just in culture sex and hookup culture True. and every other aspect as well. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure women do that as well, but like it really, dudes especially, 
it seems like a thing. Mm, yeah. But by the same token, is is it better to be paid for sex than, than feel used and, and have sex yeah. with someone for free, you know? Yeah. So there's that kind of element. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And so... And in terms of safety, I mean, people kind of go, oh, are you safe? And it's like, for the most part, it, it, it doesn't feel any more dangerous than just going to some guy's house that you've sent two messages to on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no, totally. and, and doing it, you know, there are, there are benefits to being independent versus working at a brothel, but at a brothel, you, there's some level of protection. Yeah. No. Um, know, and, and they have a whole database of people that they go, this person's been banned. <sighs> yada, yada, yada. Like, you can blacklist clients for whatever reason that you choose. Um, um, for any reason. Yeah, that, I mean, where I worked anyway, it, there was no pressure to see anyone if you just didn't didn't like them. Like and some mind. girls put up with different things, or not not just put up, but like don't mind different things. Like if someone's got a really weird personality, some girls are like, oh, that doesn't bother me. Did, were any of your clients really rich and handsome? <laughs> um, not both, no. <laughs> some of them were really rich? Um, probably not limousine level. Yeah, but, but you know, did, did did pretty well. Were like, some of them flew? You know, I've flown overseas and stuff. You've flown overseas. Yeah, like to see a client. Oh, that's cool. Things like that. How did you meet? Are they Kiwi clients or are they overseas? Um, a Kiwi who lived overseas. Ah, and they like want. They're like, I want a Kiwi. Yeah, like a little care package from home. Wow. So, yeah. Where'd you fly to? Or is um, I don't want to say. Okay, don't want to say. Don't want to say. Don't want to say. Don't want to say. It's too niche. And so your your comedy uh, career developed, mm-hmm. and uh, you said you're not doing as much anymore, or something like that. No, but I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get back into it before the end of the year. That's kind of my goal for the last month or so. Between you starting comedy and now, mm. Hannah Gadsby blew the comedy game wide open within the mm, net, right? True. And that was just I haven't seen it. <laughs> good on you. You don't have to see it. It's fine. <laughs> but like what the, what it changed fundamentally is before then comedy. We always had these like Edinburgh one-hour shows mm. where comedians, the joke was it was called a dead dad show. And every comedian would get up there and they'd do jokes, 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 uh, whether it be uh, Jetstar or Ryanair as shit. Yeah. Um, man, sex is weird. You know, they'd do all the topics. Yeah. And then they'd get to about 45 minutes into the mm. set and then they go, but my dad died. And Poignant, then everyone, everyone would cry. Everyone would have a real a sad moment. Yeah. And then they'd finish it with, but my dad had a message which was to keep on laughing and then finish with joke, 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 yeah, joke, joke. Yeah. And that was the great show, right? Yeah. And then Hannah Gadsby revolutionized this, in my opinion. Maybe it was happening beforehand, and a lot of dudes get real triggered by Hannah Gadsby, but I thought it was mm. wonderful. I actually saw it live in Melbourne. want to brag about that. <laughs> but you're so fascinating because you have that story now. Mm. I don't know whether you want to mine that part of your life too much, but I was like, there's got to be an amazing one-hour show there. Have you done that yet? Or yeah, I did it? that... Um Oh shit! I didn't it was see it. No, it was called Dolls and Sex. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It was my first and only solo show. But no one's good on their first show. No, as well. no, it was just good. It was just except good for, to um, have it as a learning experience. Except for Angela Dravid. Angela yeah. Dravid, she had an amazing story. Shout she out. went to jail and she just yeah, fucking smashed yeah. it straight off. But besides her, she's a freak. She's the bloody um, LeBron James of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done it once. Yes. Yeah. N- it was a again? learning experience. No, not yet. <laughs> no. But it, all, all in time as well. One thing that I've learned is that it takes, especially with things that are like, you need a couple of years hind- hindsight to really see the hilarity in things and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and I think my perspective on things like sex work and comedy have changed. And it would, it would, if I did that show again, I think it would be very, it would be different. Yeah. Of course. Um, what way, what way has your perspective changed, do you think? 
I think I just got older, you know, yeah. and became more cynical and jaded. Yeah, but Maybe. we all do, right? Yeah, we yeah. all do. Um, yeah, which I think is normal to an extent. Yeah, because like my, um, do you think sex work contributed to that? I think a lot of women have a negative view on men <laughs> without having to do sex work, for yeah, example. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's all your experiences in life that contribute, of course, to yeah. to how you feel at different certain points. Yeah. Um, okay, so so you're not out of comedy, you're just taking a break. On a hiatus, yeah. Slowly yeah. trying to crack that door open again, and yeah. But I haven't written any new material. I mean, I want to. I want to move away, not from sex work stuff, but just my sex and dating stuff, and kind of yeah. be a little bit more political. Yeah. A little bit more. What do you want to talk about? Oh, being poor, minimum wage, and yeah. <laughs> wow, isn't that changing? My new job. I mean, I was poor before. That was the great thing about sex work. People think you earn tons of money, but you, and you can. The potential's there. But you can also work like three hours a week and just enough to pay for your food and rent, which is kind of what I prefer to do because I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, you know, wait, wait. I like that bohemian so artist lifestyle. Yeah, so you'd figure out the minimum amount of work you had to do. Yeah, and also there are like in sex work, there can be like slow periods, which can be pretty universal. Yeah, or um, like the Christmas, New Year's Yeah, break. or like when the new taxi is coming, things like that. When the new taxi is coming? You know, because people, people got bills. Oh. Um, oh, so when people need to pay tax, sex work goes I down. Think, I think so, yeah. Wow. yeah. Basically, the start of the year is like not necessarily a, a good time for sex work. Wow. And if that's your only form of income, it's like, ugh, you know. Okay, so I want to ask you about um, another New Zealand Today story that I'm looking at doing, mm. about um, a website called Adult adultforums.co.nz do you know what that is? Oh is that the one off NZ Girls where they like Yes. Yeah cool. Where people like review sex Yeah 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 I've had some reviews on there um yeah Because Kate so I saw this website and I was like someone told me about this they're like guy you gotta investigate adultforums.co.nz there's a place where people review sex workers and I was like this is unbelievable but I also like I was like this is not gonna be cool to do because it's gonna be fucked like I just look at like look at twitter.com like, this I know. place is fucked. You look at the so internet. I know a bit about adult forums, um, having perused it a bit. Yeah. I think a lot of the so there are guys who like are punters, punters, punters. who um They do a lot of They go to review, like restaurant reviewers, they will like see a girl for the purpose of like reviewing her. And yeah. honestly, that makes sense. Like to me, it's like it, it's it's a lot of money, or it can be a lot of money. I would want to know a general vibe of someone before I went to see them. Yeah. If I'm gonna get ripped off or like scammed <laughs> or whatever. Like Yeah. And they have it. Th- they have like end of year like reviews. Yeah, so like best forum poster, but they have like best massage, best yeah for the girls. So you have the, you know you can have the dubious honor of being nominated and win like a yeah. Um, maybe I'm just saying it's dubious because I never got nominated for anything. <laughs> um, You've won more comedy awards. Than <laughs> yeah, awards. yeah, basically. Um, yeah. No, so this is what got me. This is why I gave up on it. This is going to sound fucked, but um, I gave up on it because um, it was weirdly almost wholesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the. Just thinking of sleazy the internet, awards. thinking of 4chan, yeah, it's, it, thinking it's of Twitter. Not a sleazy, it's not quite as sleazy as you would imagine. For people who are reviewing sex workers, it's, yeah. it's like the most tame part of the internet, if anything. <laughs> No, because it, it seemed like, and maybe I'm wrong, and I, I bet the people who filter that website or go through it mm. have to fucking go, yeah. hard, like they got a tough job. But most of the stuff that I read and looked through seemed like quite nice and quite wholesome and quite respectful. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, I think they, they crack down on that kind of thing. Yeah. And often the topics aren't even to do with sex work at all. No, people just hanging out. Funny place to do it. But you like, know, good on you. Guys with a common interest. Like yeah, it's like a classic car forum or something. <laughs> and also, the other thing is like, I feel like a lot of brothels are out to sabotage each other and like write bad reviews of other girls and like Ooh. spread rumors and like. I think there's a lot of like dirt yeah. that they have on each other, or they'll call up and make bookings and cancel at the last minute. So then that those people who would have had bookings don't and just like fuck with each other's businesses a lot. Yeah. So if you have a bad review, it could be real or it could just be. You know, yeah. Someone making it up. So, did you read stuff that was written about you? Yeah. Um, How'd it go? Most of them were like nice reviews. One was negative, and he'd like seen a few different girls and like rated them out of ten, and I got the worst rating. Uh-huh. And That'd I was, be an, hard. I was, yeah, I was annoyed because I like couldn't exactly remember who it was to know, oh, I was having a bad day or like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, well, he was a fucking prick or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, who is this? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What the hell? But my other reviews were good. So, I was, you know, yeah. some girls get tons and they're kind of like infamous or whatever. I was not one of those ones, but... Because um, yeah. I... Because uh, it's the same with comedy, right? And people will rate everyone on John and Ben and I'll be the shittest one. I was like, oh, come oh, on, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's uh, comedy's actually subjective and uh, maybe <laughs> I was having a, a bad day that day or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like when they yeah, do review lineup shows or whatever. Okay, so Adult Forum, is there a story there? Because I was like... I was like, it's You should try and meet like the real, the, the pro- prolific posters yes. on Adult Forum and like interview them anonymously or whatever. Well, or maybe they'll want to be on camera and no one is a punter. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, some I, of them are proud and they like... I doubt I doubt many people in the forum. I could maybe talk to the admins and go. We could put an ad out there. But I doubt many dudes who spend their um, free time punting, punting, and <laughs> uh, and uh, and reviewing. Which is I, I, I mean, punting is one thing, and then reviewing is just such an interesting parameter. Yeah, it just it just it's unlikely those people want to be public. Um, but who knows? Sometimes guys will say that they'll review you or or. My like the receptionist or whatever would say, oh, he's one of he's one of the um, reviewers. And oh like, my okay. god! It's, oh, like a, it's like a secret shopper. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you jazz yourself up? Like, what's what's like the special sauce you're gonna do? Like more perfume or something like that? No, I never wore perfume because guys don't necessarily want to smell like. Oh. Some girls wear perfume and they do shower before and after, but you know, I never wear bright lipstick or perfume. That was my my. That's genius. Thing. Um, there's all sorts of little little things that you. Yeah. Um, now, nah, before every booking, I would like get nervous. It's like before you go on stage, you know, you're like, <sighs> yeah, you're waiting in the green room, like, okay, because I would also not always know who I was about to see. So I don't know if they're a new person or a regular. Where I go, oh, it's you. Where I go, oh, it's you. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Wow. Um, so then you go, okay, they're here. It's like, you know, how but that's of, just me. How often when you bump into the person are you like, what if you're like very unattracted to the person? That must be hard. Well, I would say that I'm unattracted to like. Most of my clients, it's like there are a lot of like gay women who do sex work. Oh, um, because the only difference is that like that ten percent that I might be attracted to, they're not at all, one hundred percent not. And but hopefully the comedy won't stop. No, no, I'm hoping it won't either. It's just yeah. Because yeah. I um I genuinely think you're a, a really talented comedian, oh, thank and you. and then I mean there's a lot of com- talented comedians out there, but you have the X factor of having. An amazing story to tell Juicy as well. Story, yeah. if, assuming you want to share that part of your life yeah. again and stuff like that. But um, yeah, 
I appreciate you um, coming on the New Zealand Today podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Has it been a blast? Yeah, it's yeah. Been all right. Yeah. You've been awesome, Lucy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Awesome, um, Lucy Roach. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Wow, okay. That was Lucy Roach, um, former sex worker uh, and former comedian. Hasn't hasn't actually gigged in a while. Let's hope Lucy gets back on the stage soon because she's one of my um, favourites. Matt, you just said something uh, that was wild. You just said off air, mm -hmm. is it cheating if you're paying for it? And I would say unequivocally yes. Yes. It and that was a wild thing for you to say in my opinion. Okay, let me ask you this. Is masturbation within a relationship cheating? Mm, I would say no. So there's a line somewhere, right? Well, the line is just if there's another person involved or not. Okay, is... Masturbation um, with another person cheating? What about if that person is on the other side of a webcam? Okay, you're starting to blur the lines now. You're doing a good job. Mm. Um, so so what's the situation? Is Do they know who I am? Are we having a direct relationship or uh, is it just someone I'm paying to see? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a service. Yeah. So th th the question arises in my mind from cheating would be you're wanting to get the same experience from another person. Mm. But with uh, sex work, maybe it's just uh, supplementing a relationship with, you know, an extra yeah. bit of... It's like when you order food from a restaurant yeah. and it comes and you're like, man, this is delicious. You know what it needs? Yeah. A bit more salt. Okay, yeah. Put a little bit of salt on <laughs> to supplement the meal. No, the no. Chef might what be you're suggesting you. is like using a sex toy within the relationship. This is not salt within a meal. This is going to another restaurant and getting a rival meal and then potentially bringing that meal into the first restaurant. Oh, now maybe it's like getting dessert after the meal. Yeah. So it doesn't actually ruin the meal. Yeah, no, I know. But I mean, this sounds like... If you tried to justify this <laughs> to a partner, this would not go well. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just so wondering. Yeah, does it? Me, I, I like the thought experiment you're doing. Um, I thought experiment's a bit of an overstatement. Eh? <laughs> I like the stupid opinion you're sharing. Um, if your partner, you're in a relationship. Correct. If your if your partner um, was having sex with a sex worker, would you feel like that was cheating or not cheating? Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously cheating. Yeah, but there there definitely is. It's a spectrum, right? Yeah. So there's definitely things that would yeah. I would be more or less comfortable with, depending uh, on where they For me, the definition of cheating is a personal relationship with another human being. Yeah. So if you're, if you're um, doing AI chatbot porn or something, mm -hmm. or, I think it's fine. It's when, you're, it's, when it's with a, another human being, whether it be like just Instagram messaging or something like that, if it's of a flirty, romantic, or sexual nature. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So with a sex worker, you're removing all of that personal connection. Yeah. Oh, and your physical intimacy, physical, I would yeah. say, is definitely cheating, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, what about, um, I mean, we're pretty close to this happening anyway. Sex, Sex robots. robots. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we've gone into this discussion. <laughs> One of my favorite topics. It was like, I read some trashy tablo tabloid headline a few years ago that was like, we'll be having sex with robots in up to 10 years. And I was like, 10 years? I want to have sex with robots now. <laughs> so I took off the um, front panel of my mum's cordless phone and had sex with... No, I didn't. Uh, uh, had sex with a Roomba. Um, any sex is sex with a robot if you... This is not a specifically sex-designed robot. Um, yeah, now, sex robots. You do raise an excellent point there. Like, 
Yeah. You'd have to, I think, I think it's the same with any relationship. And it could not be cheating if the partner's aware of it. You're right. If you go, hey, partner, can I go to a sex worker? And they're like, yeah, all good. Then mm. uh, get on down there. You mm. know? But. Well, okay. When does a robot become cheating? So we've got dildos. Yeah. A, like basically Fine. rudimentary robotic penises. Yeah. They do things that men can't. Is that cheating? No. Okay. What if you attach that robot penis? To a robot torso. Ooh, yeah, I'd say no. Like the partner should be aware of what it is. I think. I mean, they don't have to approve or anything like that. But like, I think yeah. In actually, a healthy yeah. relationship, it's all about dialogue, <coughs> right? It is. So it's like it's not cheating if you go, "Hey, I'm going to a sex worker," and your partner's like, "Yeah, you're good, mate." Yeah. Then, um, yeah. The, I think the key to a strong relationship, and if you ever feel like you're unsure of whether the behavior you're doing is cheating or if there'd be uncomfortable with it mm. you just ask yourself this question would my partner be uncomfortable if they knew what i was doing yeah it's very simple yeah and if the answer is yes yeah then it's don't do it would i be nervous talking about this with my yeah. partner yeah it's a great way of looking at it very easy little cheat code for everybody out there yeah and um no thanks to lucy for sharing her experiences and i do hope she gets um back into sex work soon no back into stage stand up or back into whatever she wants to do soon but um i know stand up is missing her and her perspective and i think I know she says she's done the story of uh, her her double life. Yeah. But like, I still think there it's not a double life; it's a single, it's a normal life. But like, it is, it's a very good combination. And I don't know why, but sex work really interests me, and I would love to hear more stories from the stories from the coalface. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd be the worst sex worker in the world. Mm. I'd get physically attached. I'd get. I'd be terrible. I'll be like, do you love me? And they're like, what? <laughs> we paid for a half-hour session. <laughs> also, you only lasted for two and a half minutes. And then went into the corner and cried. <laughs> and I'm like, it's all part of the experience, baby. If you want, um, if you don't want the human, t- that'd be my, that'd be my selling point. Be the human touch, you know? Human touch. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I get emotional. Yeah, I get. People would uh, require your services. I think, like people, it like being Guy Williams. Yeah. People would definitely just, even out of curiosity. Yeah. Turn up. You undress and then they go, oh yeah, and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that's what you're interested in, and we'll do that straight after the podcast. But if anyone would like to hire me for sex work, 21st birthday parties, strip well, shows, even, um, stag do's, what about doing setting up an auction? Send an email, yeah. So set a personal reserve in your mind, yeah, and we'll start the Guy Williams sex oh, worker fuck. auction. And oh, as yeah. soon as it reaches your reserve price, yeah, game on. Yeah, man, I um I actually was auctioned off in a charity auction once. Oh yeah, and it went um bad. Why? It was uh, heaps of heaps. Did of you get sold? Yeah, I got sold oh, yeah. to an older woman. All good, good for a thing. But then she wanted to hook me up with her daughter, and I felt like that was not part of the contract. You know, that was a little bit, that was a, little bit of a cheeky <laughs> move. You know, that sounds. Tell me more. What <laughs> happened? It sounds like we, we, went a on a, we went on a little date, and yeah, it, uh, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I, I felt a little bit weird about it. I was like. The person bidding should be the person you go on a date with. You can't just go like... Oh, so she bid on behalf of her daughter. Her daughter, yeah. That's quite... I quite like that, though. Like a wingwoman. Yeah. That's cool. That was a crazy... That was a crazy night, though. Like, um, I didn't know I was getting auctioned off. Did you have to go on the date immediately? I was going to buy a signed photo of... This is like... Two, must have been 2016 or even earlier. Oh, yeah. So you're still kind of at the height of your sexiest man in New Zealand. Can I fame. say I wasn't actually the sexiest man of New, Ze- <laughs> in New Zealand? Like, I don't think anyone's ever thought I was the sexiest man. <laughs> Um, I w- I was on the Edge radio station. We told all the listeners to vote for me, and like we did a big campaign. Yeah, and it was a popularity contest. So I won a popularity contest. I don't know. TK ahead of yeah TK, the sexiest man in New Zealand. But if anyone would like to have sex with me, or just you know send an email in into the podcast, uh, D- Dionysus, he'll be my like pimp. 
he'll go through all my um, emails and we'll put we'll pick we'll, we'll pick the best ones. And um, how much do I charge? I, I have to be by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do a half hour booking and get seven minutes in and be like. I'm sorry, I've got to end. <laughs> also, I've got to leave the room now. <laughs> but yeah, men, women, get involved. Anyone, trans, all good. Send an email in. I charge, I reckon, $75 a minute up till 12 minutes. Ooh. Twelve After 12 minutes, I think I've probably, I need a little bit of a break. I'd be the worst sex worker in the world. I'd also laugh. Like, I think I laugh too much during sex and I think that would put people off. But I'm not laughing at them. I'm laughing at how weird I am mm. or how like... You're doing jokes. No, no, not <laughs> even doing jokes. I'm just like, I find the world to be a funny place. And I just yeah. often see weird things or think of funny things. Not, not that it's funny, but it's th- when you're having sex, you don't want to be thinking about like, all of a sudden I'll think about like, I don't know. Unless you're trying to nine eleven distract yourself like. from the situation, right? I'm, I'm not To tr- get more than a couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your go-to distraction if you're trying to stretch out the, um, Matt, the Matt Pleasure Town experience? What's something that you think of that's like the biggest turn off? Probably like human suffering. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no. very scared to let you talk because I'm scared <laughs> what you're going to say. So I'm like, keep no, on talking. Okay, so here's, here's the little trap that people fall into though because you've heard of operant conditioning. Mm. Um, so Skinner's dogs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, if you pair a stimulus with a desired response, eventually that stimulus will cause the response. Ooh. So you have to be careful thinking about yeah. bad things because eventually those bad things might cause the good thing, Ooh. which makes you like the bad thing. It makes you so the, the best way to keep going longer than a couple of minutes. Yeah, think about something mundane but interesting. Mm. So at the moment, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda. <laughs> Great game. Yeah, I could think about that for hours. Yeah. So All if good. you're if you're making love and you want to extend it, you think of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And then when you're playing Tears of the Kingdom, it's incredibly erotic. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, uh, thanks for Matt for appearing on the podcast. Thanks for Lucy for like you know shining a bit of a light on something that I don't yeah, think we awesome. talk about um, enough in New Zealand. Can I just say as a little caveat as well that I'm uh, I didn't I didn't quite get the wording right talking about how good adult forums or whatever it is is that the, where they review sex words. It's not as wholesome as I said it was. I guess it's like a function of expectations. What I meant is that I expected going onto this website and it being the worst place in the world. And when it wasn't, and some people would actually like call out the bullshit and stuff, I, I expected it to be like 4chan or something like that. So it yeah, was fuck. just because it was better than I thought. But yeah, I probably shouldn't have described it as a wholesome place or something like that. I, I didn't quite get the words. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of professionals out there or strippers or whatever, or OnlyFans people who hate that fucking website. Mm. And I'm sure there's a lot of bad shit that goes on as well. So yeah, I, I, might, I may have jumped the gun with uh, those comments, as I always do. But um, thank you, the listener, for listening. Thank you so much to Lucy um, for, um, you know, talking to me. And um, uh, cheers for Matt for sharing his um, views on Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. You can use Breath of the Wild. Yeah? You can do that. It has the same effect. Yeah, I think so. Uh, If you... Do you know much about it? No. Well, you need to know... Wait, sex or Breath of the Wild? Either. (laughs) Breath of the Wild sounds like a sex thing in a way. Breath of the Wild. Is Zelda a man or a woman? It's a man, eh? Uh, Zelda is a woman. Oh, you got me there. Link is the name of the main character. Correct. And Link is a man. I, I mean, I assume so. Quite a feminine I don't man. think the... It says here that Link is a male character. However, the video game designer said he wanted him to be gender neutral in the last game because he said, I wanted the player to think maybe Link is a boy or a girl. Link is gender neutral. How fucking... When did Link come out though? Link came out in like the 80s or something like that. Uh, the creators wanted the player to feel like Link. Yeah. There's no separation between the two. It's just like how uh, this, this I, I really like straight 
the other side is I like audio, where it's like people can picture me and Matt however they want. You can imagine us being incredibly handsome. You can re- imagine us being incredibly ugly. Mm. You can re- imagine us being femme or masculine or naked, if you want. And that's just up to your prerogative. So enjoy that. Link is gender neutral. That is a really cool fact to learn. Thank you, Dionysus. That'd be oh, cool if Zelda are, was a yeah. woman and Link was a woman. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And they call that fem- female empowerment, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if Nintendo's there yet. Enjoy it. And also, Mario and Luigi are not brothers. They are lovers. Um, and are I'll they? just leave you on that tangent. Oh, I don't know. I was doing a joke. Oh. <laughs> good joke? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I just thought it was one of those, like, little-known facts about Mario and Luigi. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could put that on a list, and if people want to quote this podcast as a source, then... Because um, I think their name is... Uh, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario or something. Is that their names? Yeah, I heard something like that. Another fact about Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Um, thanks for listening. Kelda and uh, we'll see you next week. Tell, you, tell your friends, recommend the podcast. Cheers. Cheers for tuning in. If you enjoyed this production, please tell your mates and spread the good word. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the New Zealand Today podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all at the same time, really get our numbers up. The New Zealand Today podcast is a production of Freddy Boy Podcasts. That's a podcast brand we made up for season one, and now we're on season two, and it's still literally the only podcast on the label. It was edited by Zane Dionysus Carney. That's such a good name. It features Matt the Cookie Man Cook, and it was made with the help of the icons at New Zealand On Air. It's like an episode of Sticky TV, and Drew Nemia was trapped in the treehouse. That was a classic episode.